0: Together. How good was that? Yeah. What? You're yeah. having this new year right! My guy up here Oh, oh My guy up here, Caden Garnett, has hit a game winner hey, two weeks ago. Haggard Caden Haggard You can turn it down a little bit good. Simple double Just finished, Tyler hey, It's all pretty amazing all It's all kind all of all a beast. We're going to talk about this other beast tonight. He's a goat. His name's Jesus. uh, Greatest of all time. He's a pretty good guy. But we're going to take the next few moments tonight. Uh, We're going to look at a story together out of the Bible. And I truly believe that if you lean into these next few moments, uh, that you will leave this place better than the way that you walked in. Because I believe that the God who created you uh, wants to speak to you tonight. Whatever you came in here with, believing or thinking about God, God desires to meet you in this space. Uh, It's our choice to choose to meet Him back. And I would encourage you, uh, whatever you've heard about God, whatever you've heard about Jesus, uh, maybe just for the next few moments, lean into what He would have in store for you tonight. Maybe Jesus is the furthest thing from your mind. That's awesome. Stoked that you're here with us. Maybe you've been following Jesus with all that you've got in you. That's even better. Or maybe just lean in even now, and this time, uh, even more. Because I believe that the best is yet to come, and if we want to get the most out of 2019, Oh, God, stay following Jesus. So the title that I'm giving tonight's message, and what I'm calling it is, What are you following? What are you following? So turn to the person next to you and say, what's you following? And turn to the other person, your second choice, and say, Better be following the right thing. Hey, we're going to pick it up in the Bible. If you didn't know, uh, we here at G.C. believe the Bible is the living word of God, meaning that every word in this book is, in fact, the inspired word of God. We don't go to it and read it because of some, like, textbook or some, like, stupid thing full of historical awesomeness that's like, oh, man, that's boring. I don't want to learn that ever again. No! We go to it because it's inspired by God. Therefore, what our soul craves uh, is more of His word because we, in fact, are made in God's image. And when we read things, like His Word, then we'd be like, ooh, I'd be liking that. So we're going to pick it up in the Bible. Man, this little letter from Jesus always falls down. Uh, We're going to pick it up in the Bible in a place called Jeremiah. It's in the Old Testament, older part of the Bible. And ooh, it's a good one. I stumbled upon this the other day, and I'm excited about it. This is what the Bible says. Jeremiah 17, verses 5 through 10. Jeremiah 17, verses 5 through 10. It says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of wilderness and in an uninhabited salt land. Not a good place to be. Verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in a year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Verse 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I the Lord search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. So right here, Jeremiah 17. Verses 5-10, through 10, the Bible opens us up. And it really explains to us two different ways that we can live life. The first, it says, cursed is the man who trusts in men, Who trusts in themselves. He is like a shrub, the Bible says, who's out in the desert just kicking it. And then the Bible goes on and says, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Who trusts in Jesus. And it goes on and says that he will be like a tree. She will be like a tree planted by the water. So no matter what comes... Always going to be bearing fruit. Always going to be bearing those green leaves. Then it goes on. The Bible says in verse 9 and 10 that the heart ew, is wicked and deceitful. And it's a liar. And who can understand the heart? And then God answers his own question. goes goes, Ayo, I can understand the heart. And I know what's in the heart. Tonight, my hope is that as we dive into this word, we will come to the conclusion that how we answer the question, what are you following, will determine the life of, that you and I get to live. So as we dive in, let's pray together real quick. Lord God, thanks so much for these moments that we get to share together right now as a community of young people. Jesus, would you speak? Not me, these are just empty words if it's me, but would it be you, Jesus? And would you move in us, Holy Spirit, that we might leave here tonight different than the way we walked in because of who you are, God. Lord, we thank you for this time together, and we ask in the year of 2019, that the Sonics will come back to Seattle. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Show of hands. Anybody ever dirt bike before in here? Anyone? Okay. Few people. If you don't know what a dirt bike is, you gotta get out more. But what it pretty much is is like a normal bicycle that someone strapped the engine to so they can go faster because they got small legs like myself and you can't pedal real quick. But when I was a kid, my dad bought my brother and I a dirt bike, two dirt bikes. My brother a dirt bike and me a dirt bike and then my dad bought himself a dirt bike. And we would go out and we would just get rough and ragged and dirty out there and it was a fantastic time together. But I was like, you know, the youngest and I was like the least, I, I was just horrible at riding a dirt <laughs> bike, just put it honestly, okay? But what that meant was I was always in the back. So it would go like my dad and then Cody and then me. And you I would have to like follow them around on these dirty trails. And like what happened was is Cody, he's a fantastic brother. But he would like would be like going through a puddle and be like, Whoa! and like spray all this nasty stuff like <laughs> all up in you. I'd be like, oh man. But I like always had to stay behind them. And I'd be like, Dad, and, like maybe I can lead the way, like maybe a few trails. And he's like, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? do him you don't even belong. Not like I to be in the back, and I'm like, hey, yo, code, like, is it cool, like, maybe I ride like in the middle and like, I'll follow that, and then you follow me. He's like, boy, love your place, back there. Like, okay, like, it's fine. So I'm like riding my little like seventy, like dirt bike. I'm like, and then like Cody sees a puddle, he's like, and I'm like, it's horrible. And then one time, I decided to myself, man, I had enough of this. These little boys, they're going to follow me now. So what I decided is they, like, pulled over for, like, a break because they were weak. And they pulled over for their break, and I was, like, go past. So I was, like, watch me. And they're, like, what are you doing? I was, like, just watch. So I, like, take off, like, way down this dirt, like, path, and then I turn around, and I give them the head, and I'm, like, that's not going to be good. And I'm, like, boom, boom, boom. But my bike's, like, so little, it's really, like, and i like, I'm going, and I'm like, Ooh, and I get these things called speed wobbles. And if you've never heard of what speed wobbles are before, it's if you're like an idiot like me and have no control of anything, and especially your dirt bike, and all of a sudden your bike starts to wobble like this. And you're like, oh my gosh. And I was going, not very fast, but I got so fast. And I'm like wobbling and wobbling and wobbling, and like right as I pass, my dad and my brother, I go, and fly out my dirt bike, like hit a tree and land in the woods. And my dad and brother are like, no! And I'm like sitting in the woods just laughing. And like my dad runs up, he thinks I'm like dead. And I'm like, it's good, I'm here, it's fine. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment, I should have just followed him. Like, what was I doing? Like, I'm a little angel apostle out here, like an idiot. Like, thinking I know what I'm doing on this third bike. And I don't. Like, what am I doing? And I remember having this emotion of like, ooh. If I would have just stayed behind them and followed them, I would have been way better off. And the reason I tell you that story is because no matter who you are in here tonight, no matter what you believe about God, or maybe you don't believe in God at all, no matter who you are in here, you choose every day to follow something. We all do. No matter who we are, we choose to follow something. No matter what situation we're in, we can choose to follow a lot of different things. We can. Be following what people say about us. We can be following what we think will fulfill us or satisfy us. We can be following perfection. We can be following after trying to keep it all together and pretend like we know everything about what's going on. No matter who we are, every day you and I choose to follow after something. My question for us tonight is are we choosing to follow after the right thing? How how we answer the question, what are you following, determines, I think, the outcome of the way that you and I live life. And that's why I love this story so much in Jeremiah 17 of what we just read. It outlines for us two very different types of ways to live life. It outlines for us completely different ways that you and I live life based on what we choose to follow. The Bible says in verses 5 and 6... Cursed is the man who trusts in man. Cursed is the person who trusts in themselves. They are like a shrub in the desert. The Bible tells us that if we trust in ourselves, that if we follow ourselves, that we are a shrub in the desert. Turn to the person and that. Says, you're a shrub? That God is telling us in this passage that when you and I choose to follow ourselves, Like, imagine this. Imagine you trying to follow you around all the time. You'd be like, okay, like, where are we going, man? I don't know. You know? No, I don't know where I'm going. I'm trying to follow you. Okay, do you know where you're going? We would just be wandering about through life. But that's what you and I try to do all the time. We try to follow ourselves, and we end up wandering so much that the Bible says that we wander into desolate places. We wander into the desert. We wander into places, and all of a sudden, you and I, the Bible says, we are a shrub. That if we depend on ourselves and follow ourselves, we live rootless and aimless lives, and nothing good can grow out of us. A shrub is like a tumbleweed. And you know what a tumbleweed is? It's a dead tree. that's just like, oh, I'm just tumbling through this little desert. I don't know about you, but I don't want to like live this life and just be like, Hey, what are you doing with my life? What are you doing with your life? Oh, I'm like real purposeful. Like, I got the joy of the Lord in me. Oh, cool. Like, I'm a shrub. I'm a couple. Oh my gosh. You're telling me that I don't have to live this life? Yes! That's the awesome part about the Bible. But the truth is that a large majority of us spend the most of our time choosing to follow what we want. Choosing to follow ourselves around. We follow our own desires. We follow our own passions. We follow what we think will ultimately give us fulfillment. I don't know about you, but I don't want to walk around constantly looking to be satisfied and never being able to. Constantly wanting to be fulfilled, but never finding fulfillment. Constantly wanting purpose and passion and joy and love in my life, but never finding it anywhere. I want to walk around with passion and purpose and joy and love all within me. But the Bible says that if you and I choose to follow ourselves, to follow after what we want, follow after us, then we're a shrub in a desert, in a dark place, and no good can grow out of us. But here's the good news. Here's how awesome our God is and how much He loves you and how much He loves me. He invites us. He invites all of us, all the people to come and follow the way of Jesus. That before you and I even ask, hey, yo, Jesus, uh, can I follow you? He's like, bro, I already invited you. You just come and follow me. That before you and I ever even thought about, man, I wonder if I can follow Jesus. I wonder what that looked like. He said, hey, I'm, I'm inviting you already. And the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 17 of what we just read in verses 7 and 8, it says this. Blessed is the man and woman who trusts in the Lord. They are like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream. They do not fear when he comes. They are not anxious in a year of drought, for they do not cease to bear fruit. Right here, God says to you, blessed are you if you choose to come and follow the way of Jesus. Blessed are you if you trust in Jesus. They are like a tree who's planted by water. Meaning that you're always being nourished, you're always being fulfilled, you're always being satisfied. Why? Because when you follow the way of Jesus, you realize you've got all that you need. And then no matter what season you find yourself in, no matter what situation or experience you might be going through right now in your life, when you keep following after Jesus, you realize, oh, he's all that I need. And the Bible says that you're in a shrub no more. But you're this big old tree who gets its strength because its roots are down deep because you know what God says about you and you know that you are loved. So the first part of Jeremiah 17, it says that when we choose to trust in ourselves and follow ourselves, we're like a shrub in the desert and no good can come from our life. But the second part of Jeremiah 17 is exactly the opposite It tells us that if we choose to trust and follow Jesus, we are blessed. That before you did anything, that when you just say, Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I want to follow you. Right then and there, you are blessed. Right then and there, you are chosen and set apart. And the Bible says that you are always producing good in your life. The Bible uses this word, "bear fruit, which can kind of be confusing. But what it pretty much means is that when we choose to follow the way of Jesus... What is constantly coming out of our lives is more goodness and more grace and more love towards other people, thus fulfilling the plans and purposes that God has for you and for me. Two totally different ways that you and I can live life. Two total opposite, complete extremes about how you and I can live life. And it all comes down to how we answer the question, what are you following? How we answer the question, what? are you following determines the outcome of how you and I live life. If you're in here tonight and you answer the question, hey, what you following? Like, oh, I'm following me. I'm doing me. Man, you a shrub. You in the desert. You lonely. But if you answer the question, hey, what are you following? Jesus. Hey, what are you, what are you following after? Jesus. No, what else? no, just Jesus. No, like, what else are you following? No, no, no. Just Jesus, just the way of Jesus, the life of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the grace of Jesus, the joy of Jesus. Oh, so you're like a tree planted by streams of living water, fully satisfied? He asked me. Why? Oh, because I choose to answer the question, what are you following with Jesus? And I want to encourage you tonight that you don't got to be a shrub. Trust me, I've been there. I've been a shrub. It's no fun. Tumbleweeds, they're gross, they're prickly, annoying. Don't you want to be a person who is known, fully fulfilled, fully satisfied, in love with Jesus, fully passionate, fully purposeful? And what I love about this in Jeremiah 17, the most incredible part about this Jesus thing is that anybody and everybody can choose to go, yeah, I'll follow Jesus. There's no exclusions. We're so good at young people at excluding. We're so good at young people, especially in high school, being like, oh, I'm going to live in my clique. Well, I'm going to live with my group. Oh, I'm just going to roll with these people, we'll get them out. Jesus is like, no, nah, I'll take all the people. Yeah, them? Oh, I'll take, I'll take all of them. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, they want to come follow me? Yeah, I'll take them too. And the Bible says that when you say y'all yeah, follow Jesus, in that moment you are blessed and set apart. And I love it because when we choose to follow Jesus, instead of following ourselves, we realize that we have nothing to prove. I spent a large majority of my life trying to prove something. And then I realized that when we follow Jesus, when I follow Jesus, I've got nothing to prove. Why? Because He's already proved it all. He's already conquered the, the grave. He's already defeated death. He's already been raised to life again. And because of that, I don't have anything to prove. I can stand in the approval of Jesus and be blessed in that. Why? Because He invites me to. But this is where it gets hard. This is where it gets... Sticky. This is where it doesn't get fun. The devil is crafty. The darkness is crafty. And he's a liar. He's good at lying. And I think you and I have heard some lies. I think you and I have maybe had some experiences that make it incredibly hard to believe the truth that if we were to follow Jesus, that that is in fact the best life that we could live. That if we were to follow Jesus, that that is the best life that we could live. I believe that we have been told so many lies that it makes us hard. It makes it hard for us to really believe that. I don't know about you, but all growing up and even now, I hear this phrase all the time. And I still don't even fully understand what it means, but I began to believe it, and then I was like, wait a minute, hold on. And I think a lot of us believe this to be true. We are told as humanity. We are told collectively, as a group of young people, hey, follow your heart. Hey, you know what? Whatever situation you're just you just follow your heart. You'll be good. Hey, you know what? You find yourself in, like, maybe a place that you don't want to be. Hey, just, just follow your heart, bro. It's going to be fine. Oh, bro, you, you don't know if you want me to? Just follow your heart. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. And all of a sudden, we've begun to believe the lie that if we follow our heart, then we'll be fulfilled. If we follow our heart, we'll be satisfied. I don't know about you, but if I was to follow my heart, I don't even know what my heart is. If I was to follow my heart, it would lead me to some bad places. Think about that for a second. You find yourself like, oh, I'm just going just gonna to be living. I'm just going to follow my heart, give in to this sexual desire. Hey, I'm just going to follow my heart, give in to this distraction. Hey, I'm just going to follow my heart and just kind of do... Whatever I want to do in these different experiences and situations. Follow your heart? No! The Bible says, Jeremiah says, your heart is wicked and deceitful and is a liar. Don't follow your heart. Question your heart. Question your desires. Question your passions. Question the heart that is inside of you. The Bible says in verse 9 of what we just read, the heart is hopelessly dark and deceitful. Above all things, is desperately Desperately sick. A puzzle that no one can figure out. Who can understand it? The heart is deceitful, the Bible says. The heart will lead us astray, the Bible says. Don't follow your heart. Don't follow your heart. The heart is wicked and deceitful. Who can understand it? Not you. Not me. There's only one. And He's the one who made it. God. Jesus. And the Bible says in verse 10 that He knows what's in your heart. And He fully understands what's in your heart. Why? Because He gave you those passions. Because He gave you those desires. Because He gave you a purpose to fulfill. And the Bible says that only Jesus can understand what's in your heart. And only Jesus can fulfill what is in your heart. Why? Because He has put it there. And He desires to fulfill it. My hope and my encouragement for us As GC, My hope and encouragement for you in this new year of 2019 is that we would be a community of young people who don't follow ourselves, who don't follow our heart. But with everything within us, we follow the one who made us. And we follow the one who made our heart. And we follow the one who put the desires and put the passion and put the purpose in our heart. Because when we do that, then all of a sudden, our heart finds its rest. In the only place that it can. And that's in the one who made it. So let's be a group of young people. Let's be a community of young people. That are following after Jesus. With all that we've got. Because with Jesus. We've got all that we need. Amen. Amen. And hey, let's pray together. Lord God thank you so much. That even if we don't understand what's in our heart. You do. That even we, if we don't know what's going on in our life. You do. So would you give us enough courage to stop trying to follow ourselves? Would you give us enough courage to stop being a shrub? And would you give us enough courage to be the man and woman that you have called us and uniquely created us to be? Jesus, thank you that you invite us even now to come and follow you. So Lord God, we thank you for this time together. And in this new year, would it be the best year yet? Because we are not following us but we are following you, Jesus, because with you, Jesus, we've got all that we need. Lord God, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, everybody shout it. Amen. 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 Y'all, a few quick things that you're going to want to know. <laughs> Number one, if you didn't know, we got a GC Instagram, Half The Generation Church. If you want to, like, stay up to date when, when the next GC is going down, hey, that's how you're going to do it. The next-